It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Shorts, and tonight we have a return guest coming to join us. The founder and head over there of Forbidden Knowledge News, Chris Matthew, man. This guy is super awesome. We've had the opportunity of being on his show before, and he's been here in the past and had a great time with us, man. And we're ready to do it again, man. Like I, I have been looking forward to tonight. Asked him if he was busy a little while back, and he he shot on over some dates and stuff, and we set it back up because he is such a really cool guy, man. Like he's always got some good stuff to talk about, and I have you know just. All kinds of excitement for this evening. If you remember the last time he was here, I believe it was Kel and Tristan who were at the helm with me. And, you know, we we just chatted it up and did some, talked about some really cool things. But tonight I have got Neptune back with us as well as Bandit and Luis. So I'm actually really looking forward to tonight's conversation. It's probably going to get pretty fun. So, Chris, if you don't know Chris, man, you guys make sure you get over there and check out Forbidden Knowledge News, man. He's been doing it longer than a lot of us in the parapolitics realm, you know, like it, it, oh man, he has done some good stuff. And in fact, he's working on some like documentary stuff that I'm sure he's going to tell us about later this evening. So y'all be looking forward to that. Of course, you can find anything we do talk about with him and links to get back to Chris over there at everyone's favorite website online unconstitutionalawakening.com you're home for everything captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates and all the nonsense we've got going on all the time you guys man it's you never know what's going to come next with this place dude we're always doing wild stuff I, I don't know if you guys keep up keep up with my artwork or whatever but as you can see we're totally space pirates now like it's something fun to do man like i, I gotta keep it fresh keep it fun like that gotta be a bug I don't know, ahead of the curve, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. But you know, you guys I know you guys are always checking in here because I totally see you guys checking in on the website. I so totally see you guys in the comment section over there on Podbean and Google Google Podcasts and stuff like that, as well as Rumble and BitShoot, man. And I appreciate you guys talking to us and keeping us up to date with the things that you know matter to you and stuff. Like that's why we're here doing this, man. So Y'all keep it up, and we're going to keep it up, because that's just 
kind of how it works around here. While you're hanging out over there, you can also do a bunch of cool things from answering your pirate questions to getting your free pirate stickers because I'm never going to stop giving them away as long as I got them sitting here. So, man, answer those questions and get you some pirate stickers. While you're hanging out over there, though, you can find you places to watch if all you do is listen, listen if all you do is watch, and even listen while you're hanging out on the website, man. You just read right there, hit play, boom. Catch the latest episode, man. So, y'all, y'all make sure y'all are checking that out as well as the merch store where you can get you some more of those stickers if you like them on top of shirts, hats, all kinds of cool things, man. I think there's a towel floating around on there too, I've seen. So like, get you something cool, man. As well as checking out our friends in Liberty, Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creation, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Pike with Classical Learner and Homeschools Connected, and Pure Pet Wellness. All these folks are offering you great alternatives to the status quo on top of giving you a discount if you use any of my codes that are in the links, man. So y'all make sure y'all are checking that stuff out, man. You treat yourself to something nice and tell them Jim Bob sent you and you're going to get something super cool about it. So seems like a win-win to me, man. But I'm going to quit running this flip-flapping mouth, man. Let's uh, hop on in here and see how Chris has been and see what's going on. And Okay, Bandit, so you're telling me that they've been doing deep fakes since The Crow? Not what everybody considers like deep fakes now. They've been using the faces, you know, like they, what they did with Brandon Lee. Because Brandon Lee was killed, what, halfway? Not halfway, like 70%? Of the crow was well, finished. you think about it, was that was killed? just the first time they showed it to us. They might have had that technology for up to you know 10, 20, they, they 30, 40, 50 years a, before that they and been using it for a different version of it. Yeah, so, but to so, make it believable to a yes. crowd, 2004, I think it was okay. Actually, it was probably a little later. So, I see. have a, I have a good example of that. NASA, because NASA also, NASA hold on, made one. NASA made a deep fake. The that's, moon landing. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, there's that's that. a that's an elaborate <laughs> show. The original let's not, let's not, deep fakes are deep right. fakes because, like, but they I'm did. Gonna, yeah, go. Oh, I got I, I, just one more example along with like the crow. Um, Chris Farley died uh, during the making of Almost Heroes. Yeah, I've got another they, one. I have another they, one, Bandit. It, Oliver they did. Reed. Oliver Reed. In Gladiator, he died during production. <sighs> the last 20 minutes or so of the movie that included his character, what was his name in the film? Was it Proximo or whatever it was? All of that was this CGI generated imagery. Okay. Okay. I didn't know it was that. I heard he died at some point during production. I thought mm -hmm. it was after, but yeah. yeah, he died during production. They had to CGI his face mm. to make that work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure DARPA and our military industrial complex has had this type of technology for a long time. If you think of all the technology that they've rolled out in the past 10 to 20 years, they've already been working on that 50, maybe even more maybe up to a hundred years ahead of what they ever let the public know they have this technology on hand already. And imagine what they're working on right now, if it's 50 to a hundred years beyond and they're just rolling out deep fakes. I, it's pretty, I, uh, pretty insane. I'm, 
See, I'm a, I'm a firm a believer. I got a shitty example to use that is like a comparison of like that you can basically judge technology, how it's being released is look at the progression of stealth aircraft over the years and what they had with the SR-71 Blackbird and then the F-117 Stealth Fighter and Desert Storm. Look at that technology they had in the er late 80s, early 90s compared to what they're releasing now and what they could possibly release in the future. That is a very good judge of technology is if you look at the release of different types of stealth aircraft throughout the years that shows like um, what they have. We don't, we don't know I, what they have now. Yeah, like if, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they had the technology for the SR-71 Blackbird in the 50s 60s. and 60s, Imagine what they have think now. about what they've got now. All right. Okay. So we're, on the we're on the subject of AI already, and we're talking about aircraft technology. So let's just go ahead and, and talk about, for a moment, Jimmy, get ready to pull this up. Gotcha. The, uh, the, I, I forget the name of it right off the top of my head. It was the autonomous drone program that preceded the Predator, uh, the Dark Star program, I believe it was called. Yes. That, that used, oh my! I, are you used, talking about the nuclear-powered one? I I don't know if it was nuclear-powered or not. I think it just Didn't used regular one fourteen AGMs. Project Dark Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that, right? So right. you know, AI technology, the basis for it has been around for at least 30 years because that was an early 90s inception of of that of that type of technology and the the ability to uh you know make reasonable decisions based on ai i guess as a you know we could probably wax poetic for days about whether or not it was actually going to even be meaningful but the foundation was there to uh to, to chris's point and that is terrifying. That is fucking terrifying. They had the means of deploying a drone <laughs> that could decide for itself if a uh, target was hostile well, or and, hostile. And, 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 you know, that's, I, I, I guess that's kind of back to what I was trying to get out there was that, like, you know, I'm a firm believer that things that you do see today and that even have become you know, like a regular part of life today, technology wise, like these guys were w working on this and or using it themselves when our parents were kids in a lot of aspects, I believe, you know, or at least working their way to it as, as best as they could, because you can go back to, you know, you can go back to, into like World War Two and stuff and see. I, I love the videos of the first time Americans seen a German jet. They were like, oh, yeah, what? You know, they were like, what the fuck was this? You know, and and, you know, so so imagine like that kind of technology jump just in visual. But, you know, you've got people that were that their job is literally like every day to work on advancing stuff like this. You know, like they you know, they sure like now, like the chat GPT and like the a lot of the picture maker stuff, they've in a sense kind of outsourced all of their feeding to it by making it you know open for all of us to use and stuff like that and i think that's i think that's making it smarter because if you look at like chat gpt3 
in the move to chat GPT four or whatever it is now and how you can go from it was text to text, audio, video and all kinds of things like that's that's a gigantic step in, you know, in this thing alone. And and that and the thing that Luis has always used with us here on the show doing the doing the images and stuff like that that speaks a lot to me because when we first picked Luis up and he was sharing a lot of that stuff with us it was it was cool but it definitely was having a lot of trouble creating you know exactly what we were looking for it was creating some awesome and now, stuff and now in a few months later it's not even been a yeah. whole year yeah and we're here almost a year yeah dude but. it's it, it's an, it's crazy at the pictures that i've seen from like paranoid american and the stuff you were you were showing us that we can't really share here but i'm sure you guys can find out there like it's just I, I sent like, you one that's pg look at that one try to see it you can share open it and it takes a bit to load so that image so. i sent you is made from a model that is based off uh, a lot of humans and it's able to recreate another human. That person does not exist. But you can catfish somebody with this and then you can keep that model of that person and keep generating content around that person's likeness. You just generated a person that you can generate into looking and doing anything you want. So you can generate on the scam levels are atrocious yeah you look at right right now data is quickly becoming the new largest currency that we have we feed tons of information into the algorithms that we interact with on a daily basis like facebook and youtube and you you mentioned chat gpt tiktok imagine imagine how much of this uh, algorithm-based technology that we're interacting with, say in chat sessions or someone leaves a dirty comment on your video and it's just a bot or something like that. This the the scale that this has become rolled out the the that we are no longer act uh, interacting with humans on such a large scale and that things like censorship and a lot of the cancel culture that we've seen in the past couple of years has been dictated by algorithms. And that is another thing that makes me wonder how far has, has our technology already gone when it comes to algorithm based AI and it's control over everything that we're interacting with on a daily basis from our entertainment to possible people that we think are real that aren't real to some of the agendas that are being rolled out and perpetuated by ai algorithms so that's some crazy shit well, too well this like you know think about all the bots that were outed on twitter when you know elon musk was doing all that takeover kind of stuff and then like I've I've said for years that a giant portion of the interactions on Facebook are 100% bots. Like they're just just like you can take pic, just like you can take videos from the news where everybody says the same thing. You can take comments from. Have you Facebook seen the new option where, on Facebook where people say the exact same response? You know, across a bazillion different like you know just comment sections and stuff but it's it's like word for word the exact same comment i'm like dude that's got to be bots like you're you're interacting and trying to fight and make a point with a bot like i i gotta jump in on this one yeah have you seen the new option on facebook no no where you can give facebook's ai permission 
to continue your profile after you die oh. and continue to make comments. That's not, that's, that's how new is that? I've not heard a word about that. Go check it out. I just had that option pop up on Facebook. Dude, then you might be the first people getting it because you're older. They're like, well, you're older. Do you want to talk about your death? And oh, my God, could you send from what I understand? We already have like these online avatars that's collected that the algorithms are collecting all our data based on everything we're interacting with. And we have this like advertising well they like to say it's just for advertising purposes but we have this online avatar that we agree to mine our data with every app that we use that we don't read the terms and conditions and there's tons of shit that we skip over and just say okay we're agreeing to this and that basically just agrees to mine all of our data even listen to our conversations turn on our microphones turn on the video cameras at times So imagine all that compiled into this database. It makes me think that each and every person on the planet that interacts with technology probably has an online avatar already that can be accessed. And, you know, any type of agency can know anything and everything about us based on Well, yes and no. So I'll use the the example of what you would call it. A movie that called The Social Dilemma. So they mentioned The Social Dilemma, the idea that Facebook has like a copy of you. None of that's true. Like they are not that advanced. I, I, I know people that work with Facebook and work in advertising. They do listen to you. That is true. Um, they listen to you to a, a series of different me- mechanisms. They also know your interactions with the people because of your uh, browsing history and because of your proximity to each other. They create other correlationships, but they also do listen to you. That is a fact that they all deny, but it, it is true. Advertisers know it. They all just like hush the fuck up about it, but it is true. But they they're not that sophisticated. I don't think it's Facebook. I think it's it's funneling to deeper and darker the three letter agencies and military industrial. Potentially complex. intelligence agencies have that level of technology. There could be. I mean, we don't know to what extent. Now right? now I'm a I'm a firm believer that there is um there is multiple, you know, like computer generated simulations of of us, you know, that are out there in existing. I think it's more along the lines of in like the three letter agency, maybe even the like World Economic Forum type level stuff. But like it's not like <clears throat> the they use it to outplay, you know, different simulations like the like the like you know Winnie the Flu simulation or cyber attack simulations and stuff like that. And and they you know they do have so much of our data and know so much about us due to like the 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 facebooks and stuff like that but like there's like i think it's like more or less run for like simulations like some there one thing about these simulations that i know is that it tends to end in their utter failure because at some point like the their plan just goes awry. Like they can't ever successfully do one of these things without it backfiring on them and people, you know, feeding them to a wood chipper or something. Mm. So, I mean, that's I think, I mean, at its core, Facebook is probably a DARPA creation. I do. hundred oh, percent. don't oh, believe that Zuckerberg had zero is. to do with the real creation of this thing. He was just as someone that used the, as a puppet for it. So do you want to play that video that showcases the whole history of Facebook? The start, the coincidence of, uh, what was it? The FBI or CIA stopping their logbook, uh, the digital logbook, 
on February 4th of 2004. And then at the very same day, Facebook announced its creation, February 4th, 2004. It okay. is 100%, 100% gathering it's intel keyhole. on... It's called Keyhole. Yeah. It was called Keyhole. Um, I'm finding there's a really great video that was done several years ago that literally breaks down everything perfectly. I'm going to find it in a moment. Okay. Yeah, and we'll. I mean, we'll. It's probably taken offline, but now there's speculation that what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter is just going going to be a more advanced uh, version of this data collection. Yeah. So you know, he wants wants Neuralink. He wants us to uh, upload our our consciousness into a computer eventually and go to Mars and all this stuff. But that's all the surface stuff, and I know that there's probably more nefarious agendas behind his whole. Twitter, the purchase of Twitter and everything he's got going on there. Right. I, I do not think he's a savior of any sort. Oh, me either. I don't think I don't think Elon's a good guy at all. Like he's he's totally into like I, I've seen comparisons to where he says basically all the same things like that nut job Klaus Schwab says mm. just in just in a different form because it it sounds nicer and it's him pandering to the masses. Like if you know, all the accusations people throw at, you know, different I guess, savior models and stuff in the past, not only like three years, but in probably the past 10, 20 years in general, like he, he fits all of those aspects. Like he's just, he, he's just playing good guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's not even, he's, he's definitely up to some nefarious things. It's not Elon Musk is not perfect by any means, but Mm -hmm. at least he's doing something for the greater good. It's like a mix of evil and good at the same time. while other people are just playing evil. All right, so this is only a four-minute video, so I actually kind of want to play it. I think it'll be good. You it's guys, really worth playing. It's exactly guys, about everything we just said. Yeah, we'll we'll hook in on here. Let me make sure I can share screen with everything. Sound and... Once we're done with this, I have a very long take, and right. I would like to hear you guys' thoughts. Yes, sir. And here we go. Do you have a Facebook? Have you thought about the privacy you put at risk? Facebook allows users to post their favorite music, books, movies, their address, hometown, phone number, email, clubs, jobs, educational history, birth dates, sexual orientation, interests, daily schedules, exactly how they are related to friends, upload pictures of themselves, and even political affiliations. Its privacy policy even goes so far as to state it also collects information about you from other sources, such as newspapers and instant messaging services. This information is gathered regardless of your use of the website. Think that's scary? The Facebook's term of service state, by posting member content to any part of the website, you automatically grant and you represent and warrant that you have the right to grant to Facebook an irrevocable, perpetual, non-exclusive, transferable, fully paid, worldwide license with the right to sub-license to use, copy, perform, display, reformat, translate, excerpt in whole or in part, and distribute such information and content, and to prepare derivative works of, or incorporate into other works, such information and content, and to grant and authorize sublicenses of the foregoing. Have you seen the Facebook's Pulse feature? Pulse provides statistical trends among universities down to minute details such as percentages of females with conservative views, the student body's top 10 movies, and percentage of students who have read Catcher in the Rye. The so-called privacy policy goes on to say that they may share your information with third parties, including responsible companies with which they have a relationship. 
can you think of any marketing group who would pass up buying such valid yet easily collected statistics such as these and others? So maybe they're using us. But is there more? The first venture capital money totaled at $500,000 came to the Facebook from venture capitalist Peter Thiel, founder and former CEO of PayPal. He also serves on the board of radical conservative group Vanguard PAC. Further funding came in the form of $12.7 million from venture capital firm Excel Partners. Excel's manager, James Breyer, was former chair of the National Venture Capital Association. Breyer served on National Venture Capital Association's board with Gilman Louie, CEO of InQtel, a venture capital firm established by the Central Intelligence Agency in 1999. This firm works in various aspects of information technology and intelligence, including, most notably, nurturing data mining technologies. Breyer has also served on the board of BBN Technologies, a research and development firm known for spearheading the ARPANET, or what we know today as the Internet. In October of 2004, Dr. Anita Jones climbed on board BBN, along with Gilman Louie. But what is most interesting is Dr. Jones' experience prior to joining BBN. Jones herself served on the board of directors for InQtel, and was previously the director of defense research and engineering for the U.S. Department of Defense. Her responsibilities included serving as an advisor to the Secretary of Defense and overseeing the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. This goes farther than just the initial appearances. DARPA shot to national fame in 2002 when knowledge of the existence of the Information Awareness Office came to light. The IAO stated its mission was to gather as much information as possible about everyone in a centralized location for easy perusal by the United States government, including though not limited to internet activity, credit card purchase history, airline ticket purchases, car rentals, medical records, educational transcripts, driver's licenses, utility bills, tax returns, and any other available data. All of the above raises more questions than answers. Perhaps if the Facebook wishes to stay ethically sane, it should enact the policy. What happens in the Facebook stays in the Facebook. And that's just what they tell you. And that's just what they tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. that's just. What I you mean, know. exactly. Like, if it, if anything, like that clearly shows you know a paper trail of these folks definitely being government, you know, government type agencies, and 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 unfortunately, when I see something like this. I know it's going to make Louise cringe and I don't care, but it just makes me feel more and more each day how much Uncle Ted was right. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, he, he tried to warn everybody that technology was going to get insane. And this is one of those aspects where it's just like, they are, you, they are clear. The FBI found a way, the CIA, the three letter agencies in general, you know, found a way to, get us to track ourselves and enjoy every minute of it. Like Dr. Kaczynski did nothing wrong. <laughs> Go ahead, Neptune. I know yeah. you had something to say. It's a, it's a bit of a long one. So humor me, uh, but I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on this. And it goes directly to something Chris mentioned earlier. And I'll, I'll, it goes beyond just collecting information, honestly, in, in my mind. And I, I think this has a lot to do with 
the implica- the larger implications of where we're going with AI. And this has actually got a lot to do with something we talked about in the chat the other day when I made the joke about the South winning the Civil War in an alternate timeline, and now they got a Skynet Terminator out there somewhere whistling <laughs> fucking Dixie. All right. So, but humor me for a moment, okay? My view on all of this, especially with, with regards to the way that information is being collected not just by facebook but also by twitter um okay let me go ahead and give an example right now you guys are familiar with the sock puppets that constantly repeat the same fucking thing over again as part of cancel culture they literally repeat the same phrase verbatim on multiple tweets independently Yes, this is what I was kind of talking, talking about. about right? I, I do. This is what I was talking about seeing it on like Facebook and stuff too. Yeah, you will see that everywhere. And my real concern is that I think beyond just collecting this information and us being able to distinguish when we're talking to a real person today, right? I. My real concern is that I I think this is trying to move us toward the the line. If we're talking to a real person, or if we're talking to an AI, and the the reason I say that is okay. So I'll go ahead and I'll I'll mention this example of. So Microsoft has an AI ethics office that was gutted about a week ago. I shared a bit about it on Facebook. Jimmy, I shared it with you. Basically, there, there's no reasonable oversight to the direction that AI is, is moving, be it in the private sector or in the public sector. Having said that, AI, for its part, if let okay so i work in it right now i can log into the administration console for my company and i can type in a front end message for our phone line in seconds it will be able to transpose that as a workable message back to the public so with that being said what i really feel like this is heading is no matter what we post through Facebook, through Twitter, through TikTok, on social media, that information is being gathered to help an AI better understand what it means to be human, what natural human language sounds like. The Turing test. Think back to Alan Turing during the Second World War and after the Second World War in the imitation game that he set up is can a human distinguish the difference between a a machine and a human the the direction i'm going with this is i feel it is we are heading in a direction where we can no longer meaningfully distinguish between human and machine learning so sorry for the long rant but i want to know what you guys thoughts are on that because that's I feel like it's harvesting data for that reason. I agree with you. That, yeah, I think it's multi-layered. I don't, I don't think we're headed in that direction. I think we're there. We might be. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, we're there and we're not. It's like it's a mix of parts of it are 
<clears throat> parts or in, in certain ways we are in certain ways it's the it's the five percent rule you you get to develop a project and you get to almost the finish but that five percent becomes the hardest and where and we are in many for for fusion some people think we're at the five percent so just that 5% more and we're going to have stable fusion that can run and produce basically infinite energy for the human race. I, we already have nuclear power through fission that is already extremely abundant. So it's like this weird uh, situation of we already have functioning nuclear power, but still it, it, it also applies to cars and automation and cars that drive by themselves that we are close to that 5% already. Because cars in many ways already drive better than humans, but also don't. So that's what I mean by the 5%. So in many technologies, yeah. we're there simultaneously. Right. So we're all well, moving forward on many levels to that point where we're going to get there. When it comes to robotics, yeah. the physical autonomous vehicle, like <clears throat> Elon's trying to push Optimus as an alternative human uh, worker. But you can see it's still very primitive and it's going to take years right. just to make the, the processing small enough to fit inside of the body. But they're making what I, what I, 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 I guess more specifically, what I what I feel like this is heading towards is further blurring the lines or, or bringing them close together. The the matter of human reasoning with the the logic based um, intelligence of an A.I., where mm. they're they're indistinguishable and yeah. well, what they're i think what they're gathering right now i think what they're working on right now is everything that they need to function to then implant it into a vessel that will pass off as what we would consider humanoid yeah I think that's what they're working on right now. The whole reasoning, the ability a, to reason like a human and think like a human so that they can then transplant that into a vessel. They don't, I don't think they ha quite have what would pass off as a humanoid vessel right now. I don't, uh, it's come no, pretty not, close not because if you think about the bot, the bio masks that they have right now that people are wearing to pass off as certain politicians is pretty right. creepy. Did you okay. see the random that video creepy. that they're and messing with this woman's the, face and showing how great yeah, it is? Yeah, but yeah, the internet is the yes, perfect vehicle yeah, the, for this. The, yeah, the internet and is that's the what And that's what this... Exactly. We yeah. are creating their ai we're creating their ai that yeah, they're going to it, take it, it depends on us and their humanoid army exactly that is that they're then going yeah. to turn on us that we are we are doing the we are doing the grunt work for them i think before we are, in, that we happens, are unwittingly creating the fucking terminator but yeah okay <laughs> yeah i, I, I think I'm that's done. a possibility <laughs> in the future but i think before any of that the 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 more pertinent thing that i'm worried about is the targeting of free thinkers and people with alternative viewpoints and they're using this ai and algorithm to target these people and it's starting mm -hmm. it's starting off with your big fish yeah. it's it's targeting your big channels and your 
your long time, which you would consider conspiracy theorists who have a large reach like Alex Jones, David right. Icke, and then it's a trickle down effect. But what happens is there's you mentioned, you know, those those catchphrases that they turn that they throw out in there to the media and then they project Mockingbird it and keep uh, parroting it. And mm -hmm. then it becomes a hashtag. Well, now so something domestic terrorism is yeah. a popular one. Mm -hmm. And that is targeting right. people who are going against the narrative, free thinkers, people who have who don't necessarily we believe, we believe that the government has our right. best interest in mind. And if, right. you, if you're we one do, of those we, people, we do, you're a target we delay, now. We delay that process for them. But free thinkers would obviously be the first target because we are the ones that stand in the way of well, them actually finishing what they well, intend I know, to start. I know recently, um, as, as of <laughs> recently, right, they've had AI, they've had AI attacking... Um, like po like podcasts, for example, they've had AI going through and listening to podcasts and trying to find you know hot button conversations that they're looking for that are against the thing. And I know even yourself recently, they YouTube finally said nope. You know I'm, yeah, we're done I with you, popped. buddy. You know, and they they popped you off. And then you know we've <clears throat> we've all had our separate issues with YouTube too. You know, I, I I occasionally try to throw something up there if I can, but like like i even separately though from ourselves like poor poor luis got our buddy over there nate at realities ours popped on an episode and and then like we've i know i got josh over there on the red pill po project popped on an episode shoot i actually got him banned from twitch on an episode that i did about on our makes you think we do on saturday nights i did uh we were talking we were talking about unit 731 and and twitch was like nope we can't talk about that and they took they took his whole account down for that and i'm like i'm sorry well buddy. they're already starting to arrest journalists like legit arrest your journalists who are showing up at like protests and certain events and questioning the narrative on certain things they're actually bringing them to prison and charging them with dom domestic terrorism how far is this going to go how how much is this going to trickle down and how how far are they going to are we going to let them uh be able to implement this new domestic terrorism agenda well, that they're rolling out right now. Oh, I mean, I mean, and it's, and it's not, and it's not new, you know, it's just super extended in the Patriot act that Trump decided to extend for another amount of time, you know, like that, that there's so much stuff down in there. Like we've been being labeled as domestic terrorists since 2001. And now they're just ramping it up even more. Like it seems that every aspect Like I was reading a thing the other day, just about a, a guy wanted, you know, kind of locally for something. And on top of all the charges, they added into domestic terrorism too. And I'm just like, I'm just like, like this, you know, I know this dude did something wrong and he's already going probably up the, up the river for a long time, but why do we have to keep adding domestic terrorism to the top of all of this stuff? Like it's, it's, it, it's, it's getting ridiculous to these points. I it's think a broad, it's a yeah. broad term that, it's a blanket term that they can cover anything. Well, they, 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 this is the problem. They declare certain groups that are not really terrorists as terrorists, and they don't <laughs> declare groups that are truly terrorist terrorists. So <laughs> it's all because of agendas. Like if you I just want my CIA loot drop, man. Just, I, I just want, want my high. I just want my high logs and my KPP. What, what, what's so wrong with that? That's I all mean, I'm asking. I want my I want my Toyota Hilux technical, man. See, yeah, see you, you guys are all wanting that, and I'm always waiting for this. FBI, open up! 
<laughs> you definitely don't want that ever. Even nah, in, they ain't gonna uh, be on your door adjust. like that, man. No, they Trust just me. they just blow it up. They yeah, yeah they exactly. You know, they they're gonna breach. Your, they're they gonna breach your door your, at three a.m. They they burn your house down with eighty three children inside and call it a day. <laughs> they're gonna breach your door at like four o'clock in the morning, and they might whisper, "Please open up" before they <laughs> blow your door open. Like it's it's, but it's ridiculous uh, nowadays. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, be... I know. I I, cr- I created a. T- <laughs> yeah, I, I'm right. sorry. I created a tangent here, but this is. I I feel like that was. It, like this is serious business though like it is for for real like there there ain't no walking <clears throat> around it everything we have done in the history of the united states in terms of technology in the 20th century has all been an advent of military technology being funneled down to the public for the sake of control you know it's kind of creepy guys i've i've interviewed a couple of researchers that are looking one of them's looking into the possibility of uh, occult ritualistic aspects being implemented in silicon valley to have different outcomes on ai and things like that another one is just an ancient historian and they both brought up the question and they've been interacting with chat gpt and and uh asking different questions theological questions things like that and something very similar happened in both the conversations between both these researchers is the word fallen angel came out of the the chat GPT, something about Nephilim, and that they would that you just said a magic keyword wanted for to be inhabited or something like that. And it was very fascinating. I know that it's probably easy for someone to lead a chat GPT it in is. a certain direction with these questions, but just going back to the occult aspects of what is behind the the ultimate agendas of transhumanism the the transformation of of the of the the alchemy, alchemical transformation of what we currently are as human to something else to a genderless perfect type of human that is one of the underlying deep occult aspects to the the, the high-level secret societies and the direction that they're trying to push everybody. I mean, it's obvious when you step back and look at everything. So I believe there are dark, nefarious occult aspects that are intertwined with some levels of technology, but how far it can go if they can inhabit a Nephilim or a evil spirit into an AI, I don't know, but I think it's pretty interesting. Because they were okay. caught okay, because doing a human sacrifice ritual at CERN. Right. They want, yeah, that is. Come they on! Want, they want to... Alright, so this the with this aspect of things, this always gets me going on the, the... I do see it. The the prison... The Okay, so I'm... I, just want to share I, do, discuss, I do discuss sometimes about you know, prison planet theory and like, okay, I believe they use the, I believe they use the, um, old world teachings of the, of, of what you would call a cult because I, you know, I'm a lot of people take a cult as being bad, but I just mean, I just know it being secret. And, you know, these are like the same things that even like people like Jesus or Buddha and stuff would have been practicing and stuff, but they use it for personal gain and they have used it for personal gain for so long that, you know, they figured out ways to even put it in our everyday lives down to the black mirrors in our pocket. And their further goal, I think is to even further trap the light 
that's inside of our mech suit into a prison within the prison and the prison that they're trying to trap us within the prison is a technological prison because if they can figure out how to trap souls inside of their technology then they can continue to control the souls that they want to control across the board like as long as they want like and live their life of up on the high and rich and we're in power and live themselves on forever because they can transfer their souls into this technology and stuff too. But like <laughs> one further step into trapping us from actually like going into another dimensional realm or the whole planet going into like another dimensional realm. But I think that there are <clears throat> just as many, just cause I've met a bunch of them, people on the, in the world of the occult that are practicing it in a positive manner. And like this, this has a big ripple effect as well. And is also something why they're going after things like this, you know, they're, they're using the, using the technology to go and try to weed us all out on top of turning herbs into substances and stuff like that, you know, and like, it, it's, it's all a giant web, like for no doubt in my mind at all. And all of it, resorts back to the, pe the people and or the person in control because as bandit has made mention of a million times on here like eventually eventually there has to be like the ceo like you know what i mean like even in companies and even in like you know the puppet politics and stuff like there's somebody that all these crazy people still answer to i guess in a sense like that's calling these shots and i have i have weird off gandered theories about this because like <clears throat> and people think i'm nuts but i think jim carrey rules the world and <clears throat> i know it's i know it's off kilter but it just i think that the person that would rule the world wouldn't want them to know who they really are but they would still like some kind of attention and they would know things and drop weird red pills in places like he has done but he's still totally the like somebody or has some kind of connection higher than a lot of people think he does like that i don't know there's something weird about that fellow always has been but like i just <clears throat> i don't know i think they want to double trap us like prison planet within the prison planet within a prison planet is kind of their yeah. ultimate goal you know it's weird along those lines uh i was speaking with oh, what is her name gosh i'm gonna think of it in a second she is a sleep paralysis researcher and she was on in the what i'm sleep paralysis is not really have anything to do with this but something interesting she's noticed in her research she she speaks with many people who have sleep paralysis and she's done this for a long time and she's noticed a sort of evolution over the years in this phenomena that it used to be like shadow people and succubi and incubi and little demonic things yeah. that would kind of be affecting you while you're going through the sleep paralysis process well now she said a lot of people are starting to have like technological little cyborgs and more um like a, a matrix type of overlay and more technological experiences with cyborg beings and that's very interesting to think that the sleep paralysis is becoming more technological as we advance into a more technological age and the same thing has happened with like a lot of ufo sightings you know it's gone from airships to saucers to plasma to tic tacs and it's kind of evolving with our consciousness our group think and so is sleep paralysis and so is a lot of other strange high strange paranormal activity so that makes me wonder if this is either all a part of our 
evolution or if there are other nefarious, maybe uh, three-letter agencies that are effing with us a- in some way. A- I don't know. A- a- AI took over once before. The sun shot off a flare and destroyed it. Everybody started worshiping the sun and worked their way back to AI again. And it's going to, it's just some kind of weird cycle. Like, I, because I, part of me wants to believe that a lot of this stuff is like ancient AI tech. Like, you know, they're always, they've always been like, oh, they're hiding this and stuff underneath ground and they're hiding history. And I really think that they are and that there is like humans were far more advanced than the piles of mush that many of us have become today you know i mean and just just in general we talk about it a lot kind of you know like this day and age humans have the highest level of obesity and they have the access to the most knowledge but damn there are a lot of times that people are just plain stupid and it's just it's amazing to see and i really i just i really do think that we found a lot of what exists today you know like they're they're <clears throat> they weren't building some of these magnificent, ridiculous structures out of horse and buggy and, and just a thousand slaves to move it and stuff like that. And and I think that there was some form of advanced technology, you know, eons ago. I know some of these ancient histor- historians think that there's, there's time that, what is it? The Sphinx came 5,000 years before ancient egypt even came and stuff like that like there's there's plausibilities to this and stuff like it's and i really think that there's some truth to all this and this is why it's it begs to differ to look into this further instead of just trying to be like oh no human history didn't start until english started writing it down like it's just it's silly i think tristan you were you were bringing something up there about the tech there You're muted. I think you're muted. Can you guys hear me now? Yep. Yeah, that was the article I was referring to when I was talking about this earlier. Um, this is really important, and it's worth pointing out. Chat GPT, that is a direct product of Microsoft services. Everything Microsoft has done has led toward Chat GPT. Okay. So I I just I really want this just plugged in your links as always jimmy that they completely gutted that office of ai ethical responsibility and 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 that that speaks volumes to if whether or not it's government whether or not it's the private sector that's leading the charge on pushing us in this direction an ancient ai Uh, takes is controlling all of it bro like that's that's totally (laughs) my theory like like Underneath ground, they found this. They found this ancient AI, and that's yeah. that's what they've been doing for years. Is is like playing with the technology from it and re-releasing uh, it and yeah, stuff like uh, that. Uh, I, I'll just go full Seth Green for a moment from Mass Effect and say, "Oh, this is all Joker's fault. What a tool he was. I had to spend all day computing Pi because he plugged in the Overlord." I mean, just <laughs> completely like it. <sighs> human. Well, what- Humans were meant for more. Like, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy the ability to talk to all the amazing people that I know here in this group and all these guests, like, you know, Chris here and stuff. But, like, I, at the same time, like, we are so detached from Earth. We are more detached than any other being, you know, on this planet from the, from the planet in general. Don't make me, don't make me say the line. (laughs) Don't make me say the line. 
Come on, industrial the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. <laughs> well, me and me and Bandit talk about it a lot, you know, just in general on conversations. Like there was, I don't know, some technologies, like classic technologies, especially classic yes. kitchen technologies, Te for example. Techno technology has done a world of good. They, no, 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 no. Like all the they yeah. they're getting too much now like there's certain things yeah. that they should have yeah. stopped at like it, they yeah. they made something really good and should have stopped like i'm i'm a big fan of a classic hand crank for you know casing my sausage or uh the piano it's wire on obsolescence man that's the, what it boils down to the, planned obsolescence it is it is i mean it is i see it in the appliance that goes for human that goes for humans too well, uh, it, that's that's what Brave New World kind of speaks on. Yeah, that, that portion of the the human race is replaced, and yeah. the, the 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 rich ones are the ones that are the clones, and then there's the savages, we're just the regular humans, and also the global population in Brave New World is two billion. So that's an interesting there, population <sighs> number too. I've worked. I'll be a savage any day. I'll be a savage any day. I've worked in the field of information technology for almost 20 years. It's my entire adult life, and I'm married to it. That I cannot deny. But for all the good, technology has the possibility of bringing to the betterment of society. It has the ability to undo everything that is meaningful at an individual level and at a community level. It is, it's the quote from Feynman, the key that opens the gates of heaven will open the gates of hell. Absolutely. You, so, so Chris, you know, I just want to bounce off subject a little bit, man. That's I'll all. Catch up with you some, you know, you, I've seen recently yeah. that you guys are working on, uh, you're about to get to work on a documentary and stuff. Uh, I'd like to hear a yes, little bit if you don't want to share. Man. Of course. Uh, when is, when is this episode going to go out? Uh, it'll it. I'm I'm usually a couple days afterwards. It'll be during the week next week. So sweet, yeah. Well, perfect. Uh, this coming week, so it'll be around the 28th through the, uh, April 1st or 2nd, maybe third. We're gonna be traveling. We're gonna be starting to film our docu series, the Forbidden Documentary. Uh, we're gonna be covering everything from paranormal, historical, conspiratorial hotspots. Uh, cryptids, ghosts, um, all kinds of just haunted history, anything that you can think of that I've covered on my show before, spirituality, uh, cult history, all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to be traveling across the United States. We're going to break it up into sections. First section is going to be a kind of origin story for myself, along with some Louisiana haunted hotspots, plantations, voodoo, cryptids, nice. a couple That's of other. What I'm talking about. Yeah, a couple of other haunted places we're going to be stopping at. We're going to be getting interviews from my witnesses along the way, talking with experts. I'll be uh, integrating some of my previous interviews into there. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. And we start travel. We're going to leave from northern Colorado, head to south Louisiana in a couple of days. And uh, if anybody would like to help out, if anybody would like is in that area and would like to help out with uh, information or have some 
suggestions for locations or if you'd like to help with a donation, you can email me forbidden knowledge news at gmail.com and we have a website you can donate at supportfkn.com. So anything is greatly appreciated there. We're completely self-funded and we're going to be in a gas guzzler traveling. So it's going to get expensive. But uh, we really appreciate all the support so far. And hopefully uh, by, I want to say May, we will have the first episode out maybe uh, a a little bit after May, June. um, We will be able to put out our first episode. We're still not sure how we're going to do distribution. I know we'll put out the first one for free and then see if uh, maybe we could get on Amazon or something like that for the rest of the docuseries. But uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. And the next uh, after this, we're going to do the South first, Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. And then after we get back and take a break and produce that, we'll hit the West. We'll do California, Nevada. um, If you find yourself down here in the Southeast, me and Neptune down there, we're we're we will. That's going to be our third trip. We're going to hit the Southeast, uh, some of the East Coast. So we're just going to break it up into a bunch of different episodes, and it'll be like an ongoing thing. Whenever I get a couple of weeks free, I'll go out and shoot some footage, and it'll be part of the Forbidden Documentary. So it's going to be a good time. Especially in the haunted aspect, I know Neptune's down there near near Savannah, and I'm up here. I'm I'm not far from him, but I know up closer to me is Lake Lanier, which th- those are two of the most haunted places like that people people come and, across. I think on a regular aspect, yeah. on top of things and, in between. <laughs> and for my part, I'm in the most haunted city in the United States. So <laughs> there it is. Right on. Yeah, 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 man. We're we're hoping to get to as many places as possible. But it's gonna be it's gonna be like a a huge undertaking and it's gonna be just me and my girlfriend going out there getting the bulk of the footage. I have a couple of other people that'll be helping get drone footage and stuff while I'm down there. Uh and then I got a producer that's gonna help me edit, but we're pretty much self-funded. So anything that you guys could help us out with would be greatly appreciated. So thanks for letting me plug that. Appreciate it. It sounds massive in scope, so tell me something. Uh, are you planning to talk about the history of particular locations, or how do you? We're going to get into a little bit. Yeah, we're going to we're going to we have a couple of plantations we're going to look at. Nice. We have the Marie Laveau's grave site, a couple of other historical voodoo places in nice. New Orleans, a couple of haunted hot spots. We're going, we're going on a Bigfoot expedition in northern Louisiana. That's going to be fun. We know a guy who psychically communicates with Bigfoot, so <laughs> I don't, you never know. Maybe we might be able to get something, although Bigfoot's never been caught on footage before. I'll be the damn first one to get his ass. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll, in- oh. <laughs> I'll entice him with, with, uh, with a BJ or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he may be into that thing. <laughs> You never know. That could be the that could be the reason that it's never worked. Is nobody's ever yeah. out, nobody out offered a BJ. Bigfoot a BJ before, so he doesn't come around. I mean, that's it's, that's that's. I think it's one of the more logical explanations I've heard out I, there. Like that. that. Is, <laughs> yes, definitely. But no, I mean, you know, that's you know, that's fantastic stuff, man. You know, I've always I've always been a follower of yours. You know, like I was excited the last time you come on, and I was excited that you were, you know, gracious enough to come back and join us again, especially with all that going on and stuff you guys are always out there pushing the pushing the good word and stuff like that and trying to show Thank folks you so much man alternate yeah. alternate worlds man and that's you know you were <clears throat> you were definitely something i watched prior to getting into doing this myself as well you know and here we are a year later going strong and you know still keep you know still doing things too man we're 
we're on the we're in the self-funded world as well so i totally understand the 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 back of that and i you know i but we try to keep out there and keep it going as much as we can i think this stuff's important and you know if anything we'll have it on some saved internet somewhere one day and you know <laughs> people people will find it and be like you know what are all these all these folks on here talking about it, it, i totally plan when everything collapses that i'm going to have a tank with some spikes on it and i'm gonna be i'm gonna have a a, a megaphone at the top of it and i'll be broadcasting forbidden knowledge news from a megaphone Dice? on the top of a tank in the apocalypse <laughs> you know the, the, man i'm down you know we're always we're always joking about tanks and stuff right around here i told the guys the other week that there's a there's a tank with a for sale sign up sign up on it up the road from me here and i ironically enough i happened across another one two days ago and this one's smaller bandit you might be able to know what it is it has tires not tracks but it's a teeny tiny little tank and it's sitting out there as well with a for sale sign on it so apparently it's gotta be a fox there's market for tanks down here in the southeast so if you're yeah. if you're looking it's for good. one i i totally you totally talking about there's a market for tanks everywhere you 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 can there's technically a own up to what's seventy five thousand dollars you can buy a tank to your house like no no i mean you, i mean in terms of actual artillery uh bandit maybe you know like what's the you can own the you can own up to what size in relation to artillery because i've seen people can own a you can own you can if you <laughs> if you're willing to pay if you're willing to pay it i'll is, own whatever cannon they you, you know can i feel own like, hang on anything well fuck it i mean you can own anything you want I know yeah, you really can <laughs> if you're if you're willing to pay the ATF for destructive devices. God, can, fuck that, it's man. Bas it's fuck basically that. unlimited. Fuck no, that. Fuck you it. can own anything ATF. you want. Yeah. You can own anything you want. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm talking. Ah, fuck that legality of fuck, things, fuck man. You can own anything yeah. you want. But the problem <laughs> is you you're going to pay. You're going to pay like really you're going to pay out the yeah, ass for 105 millimeter. Uh, ammunition, one five five rounds are not what you would think of. You can't go to Cabela's and buy one five five rounds. <laughs> but I will let you know, medieval artillery is not regulated, not covered, is not required to be registered by the ATF. I can theoretically, in my in my front or backyard, wherever I want, build a medieval trebuchet that can launch a car. And I do not have to register that. I have I have to see a trebuchet that can launch a car. Do with that what you will. We can mean we can build one that launched refrigerators. I got refrigerators lined up for days. That's actually more tactical. Don't end this until I can go back and find the meme I made. Hold on, Jim. You can. You can own medieval artillery and it's not classified even as an other than an other destruction. Whatever device, what? you well, don't have to register Cannon, cannons and yeah. powder firearms too. And you got, unfortunately, I found that pirate website, and I'm yes. still really tempted to buy a uh, the flintlock pistol because Kelly Ho with a ten pounder. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you get Jimmy, the land, I mean, if your screen ability is on, buddy. Jimmy, take check your texts, download right. and share that meme. All right. Uh, just because you have to, because we're on that topic. <laughs> yep. It is the best meme I've ever made. I mean, no, no, seriously though, within, if, if I have to say within the legal bounds of the ATF, you can own 
yeah. um, artillery pieces. You can own tanks, but they will make them non-firing. The, they will remove the entire breech and barrel of the gun. And they will remove, if you happen to buy something newer, they will remove all types of classified thermal imaging uh, sites, electronics, communication equipment, armor, uh, and stuff like that. And you'll just basically have a you know million dollar vehicle to just drive around in and with nothing functioning. In the same way with aircraft, well, there are guys. <clears throat> there are guys that own F-16s and F-18 Hornets, but they will have all types of guidance systems, uh, external mounting brackets, and the the gun and everything like that removed you'll just have an expensive taxi but you know with the um with the amount you're doubling up is... doubling up well i'm saying though think about the amount of things no, that no, no, are... no, no, your double, your double audio. audio double audio my bad. double audio my bad okay uh when you're uh my bad on that when you um crap it brought my train of thought the advancements that even like our friends are over there with the Black Lotus Coalition printing their way to freedom, like yeah, they are currently not only pr not only have they printed rocket launchers, but they are currently printing casings successfully For 40 printing casings left and right. They have they have successfully printed um, forty millimeter rounds. Yes, for uh, grenade launchers for two or three. They yes. have actually. Um, no joke here. Uh, it may only be 22 rimfire, but they have successfully printed and manufactured 100% a firearm that will fire uh, 22 rimfire ammunition with all printable parts. Yep. That that that's uh that that was their first like one that they come up with and they they've done it a different way than the and, modern crowd is and they've done a very good job at it. We've had them on here a couple the, times. They're the, they're great guys. The thing, the ability, the thing to fa to metal fa metal fabrication and printable weapons has taken like the whole like we're going to take all the guns off the streets. No, we're just going to make them now. I mean. We are going to see a return to the 19th century's idea of paper patching that would give the FBI a fucking stroke. <laughs> and I'm fucking here for it. Have you ever seen what a 65 caliber musket round does to a human you motherfucker? body? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Holy fuck ass. But it's like... The, the whole mentality now, I mean, with the ability to 3D print and metal fabrication in your garage, the whole, uh, we're going to take all the weapon. No. I oh, mean, the there up. are rebel factions in Myanmar. And They're using J-Stark's design. The FC9s. They, yeah. There are enti entire companies, guerrilla forces, uh, uh, armed with the J-Stark's FC9s. I think it's the FC9 taking out entire companies of police officers there you can't you can't stop it anymore it's a lost battle it's like the war on drugs the drugs want the drugs won the war on drugs the guns are going to win the war on guns so wait wait so we need we need a war on homesteading and stuff next so that you know that we can well they've are they're already that trying thing? that they're already trying that did you see the like ridiculousness that they're trying that they were going to start making people register their gardens huh. and the amount of pushback they got for that 
<laughs> Good luck. Ridiculous, man. I don't. I don't think we Ridiculous. should be registering our cars either. While we're on the subject, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a person that likes registering anything. So, yeah. It, it, Fuck your goddamn taxes. But see, <laughs> but see, the thing is, the pushback is, is what's important. Is and that's what you are seeing, though. I mean. It goes in waves, but the waves continually are getting bigger. You know, we'll have a, a huge wave of pushback for something, and then it'll go back down. But the next wave is even bigger. We'll eventually come to a crescendo where those waves will come crashing in. And Mr. Chippy gets to come and visit everyone. Uh, I got I'll be fucking. I'll be. I'll be blasting fucking hallelujah on a fucking jukebox. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the pictures of France right now? Videos. I mean, I mean the, the, it's the, a dystopian hellhole right now. It, it, if the general strike, someone called for Macron's decapitation. And I was like, wow, 100 percent. They there were eco terrorists that were setting fire to cop cars, beating cops in the streets. I 18, don't like eco terrorists. 18 days. But, the trash companies have not. Yeah. And just they they decided on top of the general strikes, uh, the eco terrorists decided to come out and on top of the just general protests and it got exponentially worse. And I, I just can't. This might be it for France. This could very well be like a tipping point for France. Well, I they need France to. I mean, I thought Fran I thought France oh. officially ended in 1939 with a SAR offensive. <laughs> okay i'm done this could right, very I'll well be it but it needs to be because macron M macron macron is macaroon macaroon <laughs> a terrorist did you see did you see his vi the video he did where he was wearing like a ninety thousand dollar luxury watch and oh, when he was wearing that watch he was calling for more more sacrifices to be made by the people while he was wearing that watch and mid conversation he figured out oh shit i'm wearing a hundred thousand dollar rolex and he puts his hands under the table and takes the watch off and the watch is off and he brings his hands up next uh, say, say, man. He should have just left the watch. He's at least he should have just yeah. He should have just left the watch on because now he's looked at as like the worse. That's yeah. pretty fucking hypocritical, same, man. That's worse. Same, same energy as a bud bunch of fucking hypocritical assets flying on an Airbus A three eighty private airliner, talking about how we need to do better as a society for climate change. Get the fuck out of my man. Out <clears throat> Yeah, so, I mean the the biggest polluter, road. the biggest billionaire polluter known is Bill Gates. Yeah, absolutely, no absolutely. doubt. I'm not surprised. And by didn't that you either. see like Cabbage in Chief was just in Canada talking about global climate change, and he had an eighty car convoy, <laughs> 80? 80 vehicles. People stopped counting at eighty. You could see the people on the street with videoing the whole convoy, and they're like, I stopped counting at 80 vehicles. And he was you there know, talking to uh, Fidel that, Castro Jr. about climate change. That, that top kick Cadillac limo one that he drives 
you know, that thing could take up fucking fuel economy for 80 cars by itself. Yeah. Oh, I mean the, well, yeah, the, what is it called? Beast. The the beast. The beast. Which is essentially a a mobile tank. Mm -hmm. It is a mobile tank. And it's cost like $2 million. Two yeah. Mil- uh, yeah, that's the price million. tag for about, modification. About, about that, yeah. Two to four million. I Who mean, really knows, though? Exactly. That's why they said two to four. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it, all the tech that's inside, it has a it self-sustaining is, system. That is a, it is a tank on wheels. You are correct. It is. And, and only two is. people. Have you seen the picture inside? Only two people can fit per side. So four people fit inside the car. Yes. <laughs> Outside <laughs> of the driver and the passenger. Sweet. I thought That's for sure for they'd us. get way further with the climate change agenda before they rolled out the fake UFO invasion, but they're well, like head to head progress. right now, man. They realized know. that the climate change <laughs> hoax was failing. Yeah. Look, unless they completely roll out their weather war weapons, which I know Hold they on. control aspects. You are of the bringing weather. up a very have to good do that. point. We are we are bringing up a very good point here. Let's let's make an example. Uh, let me use an example. Has anybody? We all have. We all have uh, experience dealing with extreme narcissists, right? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Stay with me now. Have you ever noticed what happens when a narcissist lose lose starts to lose control of somebody? Have you ever noticed what happens? They They start immediately just throwing out everything they can to try and keep control of that person. They will move the goalposts. Right. They will move the the goalposts. They They will start throwing out everything they can to try and keep main to try and keep control of that person. We are witnessing that in real time with our government. Our government is the biggest narcissist of all times. They will do everything they can. They will throw everything at the population they can to try and maintain control. We are witnessing that right now. COVID, aliens, war with Russia, inflation, climate change, everything they can. They're going to throw everything they can. And the people are pushing back against that in droves. You know, that's what gives me hope. You know, I don't just troll social media just for the fun of it i like seeing people push back people wake up to this garbage that you know the government is spewing it really is gives me hope yeah and i i have hope too i see a lot of people pushing back and waking up but for every couple of hundred people i'll see do that i'll see maybe a thousand people just become more retarded and just sink deeper into their their mindset of fear and being stuck under just following blindly every agenda that's going on but you're right i do see more and more people popping in there and and questioning narratives and becoming more aware of things and i think that that's what we need we need this to just steadily keep increasing there's always going to be npcs always going to be npcs always going to be people that are asleep the people that are asleep right now don't want to be awake. But they are comfortably asleep and ignorant to, to ignorant to what's going on. There are always people, and even like, like I've said from day one since I started this, started doing this, is that there's somebody out there, if you, even if it's just one person that is listening to this episode right now, and it was the episode. It there was something that we said in here that was the that was the catalyst or the kicker that was like holy shit they've been lying to me this entire time you know the 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 you and that's and that's what i look for because you know you're right i there are still a mass full of people 
you know, the, the mass holes out there are the ones that think that they rule everything, but that's, that's, that's totally fine. They can keep walking towards the edge of the cliff. I'll gather the ones of you that don't want to go off the edge of the cliff and we're going to go out in the woods and figure out a way to do this on our own without all this shit. Like we can, we can let the world burn around us while we're enjoying our time, hanging out with goats in the, in the forest or something like we, there's, there's positives to all this. You know, I think there's, I do think that in our future and even, even in our livable, seeable future, we're going to see a lot of balkanization going on because you do have 20, uh, what was the number 24 States that are, are actually being serious about articles of secession on top of 16 states attempting to create their own currency and you and know 26 states i believe now have constitutional carries oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Working, no, no 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 it's 20 28 28 working what? on 29 what? right 20? now and, we're at 28 and these are Florida all is actual, about to be the 29th well listen all states are constitutional carrier if you're not a pussy yeah, exactly that's a different <laughs> subject like <laughs> um but i mean like these you know all these I, I do see a lot of like positive things. I, I, I keep running into more and more homesteaders doing this too. And I see Based. more people preparing themselves for the inevitable collapse because there are people that understand that, you know, the money is worthless and your digital dollars aren't going to be accepted by people that are not going to take digital dollars for their beans and bullets. Like, I, you know, Let's I'm, I'm one of those guys. Jimmy just like, said. Like, it's not going to be a collapse like everybody thinks it's no. going to be a collapse. OK, no. I just uh, want to get that out of the way. I, I mean, we're experiencing it right now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's it's like you have such a large structure. Oh, yeah. A large yeah. structure. It takes so or like you can also call it like a ship for a ship this big to sink. It's going to take eons. A, so a long time. Well, look at 2008. 2008 actually took a year and a half. We're at double the speed of that, though. The best thing we've got going for us is all the agendas, everything they're trying to push towards us, everything that is is going on in the background is all illusionary. Like mm -hmm. if the second one person sees through it and brings it to someone else's attention, it's a snowball effect. And then it all becomes debunked and nobody's paying attention anymore. And they, they can't play that card anymore. And this is happening more and more. It's all based on an illusion and their illusion is starting to crumble right under their feet. Like that whole agenda 2030 shit is out the fucking window, man. <laughs> that shit is known coast to coast and people are like i ain't gonna fuck that man you're not gonna eat the bugs through that yeah i'm gonna eat the bugs and live in the pod i'm gonna no do problem. that so that already makes it out man that's gone so many i mean and i i really believe that you know there's so many of us that are moving forward in a positive way that like uh, uh, like the people we find on here that are building, you know, our alternative ideas and alternative solutions to the status quo stuff. Like they're, it's better for them to continue to prepare that so that when an aspect of what currently exists does actually completely fail, there is, you know, other answers out there. And I see a lot of people working on this. So, um, you know, I, I do want to change speed just a little bit though, just cause this is, this has been great. And Chris, there's a, there's this new uh, section we've been doing on the show that I've been having a whole lot of fun with here recently, man, where I feed the AI that we all, you know, that ask questions. I found me an AI generator that gives me random questions, like just ridiculously off kilter, random questions. And I like to ask it to the group and see what they would say. And today's weird question that it gave to me. 
and I would like you to be the first answer, of course, and the rest of the crew can chime in as well, too. But if animals could talk, which one do you think would be the rudest? Oh, rudest. 100% have this question answered. Uh, I know the answer to this one. Always. I think it would have to be, for me, just because I've, I've encountered these things and, and they're, they're pieces of shit, is Nutrarets. All right. <laughs> like yeah, a capybara. <laughs> Kinda. Those are they're they're in the swamps of South Louisiana, and they yeah. will attack you. Uh, okay. And very loud, and they're went way out the left field. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, okay. man, that's that's the one for me. All right, Bando, what you got? Hundred percent the badger. <laughs> you think he'd be the rudest? The absolute rudest. Badgers are douchebags. <clears throat> get along with the rats for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Neptune? Uh-oh. Did Neptune freeze on us? Well, I'm going to skip over to Luis because I think Neptune's in a frozen state. Luis, do you think there'd be a... What would be your rudest animal? I just thought he was thinking. Well, the rudest... Uh, <laughs> a noise. It fell out. The rudest? Well, they're, they've, they've said that essentially the, the dolphin yeah, can sucks, do anything. Yeah. Sorry. They have no morals. They just have fun. You're right. They commit war crimes. They try and rape people. Like yeah. when I was in the Bahamas, they're like, do not put your hand near the dolphin's private parts. They will try and rape you. So, you know, that's a thing. Don't they pass them. around a puffer fish to get high? Yes. On that same note, I've seen monkeys like masturbating with dead frogs, like taking a dead <laughs> frog, banging it and like just, you know, putting it over their shoulder, bring it and then bring it out later and banging it again. They carry around the dead They'll frog. Share it. They'll share, yeah. pass it around. So they're that's sharing, how, they're sharing their frog flashlight. <laughs> yes. We went from yeah. zero to 60 pretty quick, man. Oh yeah. Oh man. And you know, it oh, seems, man. It seems Neptune's having a little bit of internet issues, and that's you know there yeah, he is. Internet He's, sucks at this hotel. So, what, Sorry so what's your what's your uh, animal there? <laughs> the rudest animal. Yes, is a goose. The internet, uh, yeah, the the uh, the the internet has forever proven my point. Goose, the Canadian because goose, or just the goose in general? The cobra just chicken, the goose, just the goose in, yeah, in, okay. in general. Angry water chickens, fuck them things. Yeah, Fair. I, I okay. had one try to right. attack my I think dog Tristan might have gotten this one right. Yeah, goose. Fuck geese in geese, general. Geese are yeah. geese Fuck are them angry waters. Facts. Yeah. No. Well, several years ago, I had a little dog. I had a Pekingese. She was the greatest thing on the planet. I miss that dog every day. But when that goose tried to tried to attack my dog, I was ready to field goal that thing. <laughs> clear her back into the pond where we lived like nah fuck you get the fuck out of here fuck I, get, hate I, I hate geese I, 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 I would it, water I was gonna in my realm I was gonna go waterfowl in general like I, ducks man ducks are also assholes too so like can confirm they can be, but ducks just want to be left alone ducks just want to be left alone though. true but geese a, and a goose will attack go, you yeah yeah, yeah, that, and that's way. really the thing, right? I, you know, you could you can make an argument that the honey badger is rude. The honey badger is a dick, but all it wants to be is left alone. 
Just leave it the fuck alone. Oh, I want to throw out an honorable mention. My cat's a dick. My cat's <laughs> I was cats was my other one. I was gonna say that, but you know, cats so, cats are great and cats are awful at the same time. So so Chris, of course, oh, once again I'd like for you to, you know, plug everything you got going on, man. We're always sure. always love to have everybody be able to come back and find you and everything that they can find that you're dealing with. Right on, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. I appreciate it. We should do it again soon. And we have you guys on Forbidden Knowledge and Do's soon. So uh, yes, let's get something scheduled for you guys as well. Website is ForbiddenKnowledge.news. That's where we have the Forbidden Knowledge Network. We feature a bunch of other podcasts from our community there as well. Uh, we're available on all podcast platforms. Our premium content is on Rockfin. Uh, rockfin.com slash fkm plus and like you see here on the screen we have a link tree all our stuff is right there we're also on video on rumble and odyssey so that's where you find it fantastic, fantastic you guys, you guys. And, and, and you know anything we've discussed tonight that we've had pulled up and stuff you guys know that i'll have links to to get back to and stuff for all this good stuff as well as all the links to get back to him and i'm gonna make sure that everybody gets a copy of the brave new world on this episode i found me a good pdf to share with you guys out there because i i really recommend a lot of folks reading that one if you haven't i hope you have because it's definitely worth reading and even rereading i like to go around the table and make sure there's any last minute things you got to throw out there so neptune you got any last thoughts for tonight no nah, i'm good man appreciate it so you got it any- sorry i've been on no nah. just been busy i'm good Good, good. Luis, you got any final thoughts? You know this is real because computers would not be this insane. All right. All right. If they, if they could, if AI could replicate this human behavior of incoherent nonsense, we're really in trouble. We're really we're screwed. <laughs> once, once we can train a, a system into this podcast. Uh, and then ask it, hey, generate a whole new two hours and see what it actually is <laughs> coherent. We're all fucked. <laughs> oh, man. That's I didn't even think about that. You, well, you don't <laughs> think I'm going to try that one day? I'm just going to yeah, take like a bunch of them, put them into the system and t- train See it. what happens? Yeah, I could see you doing that. It'll take, a, it'll take a while, but that'll cool. be interesting. Of course, you guys know you can find everything over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com. You'll be able to find all the links to this episode, all the links to get back to Chris. Hey, there's even an episode on there where you can go back and uh, check us out on an on an episode of episode with Chris and Chris in the past before, man. We've had him on before. It's always a great time to have, and we do appreciate all the hard work he's out there doing and stuff like that. We appreciate each and every one of you out there watching and listening worldwide and stuff, man. You guys make sure you check up over there on social media and stuff like that. Don't forget on on facebook is captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates and there's a whole thing behind that most of you guys know about that but when you're over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com don't forget to answer tonight's pirate question to get yourself some sweet unconstitutional awakening the podcast stickers man because you guys know i love giving stuff away so tonight's multiple choice question for everybody out there listening is which buccaneer led the expedition across the pacific coast recorded by basil Ringrose? was it jacob colahart mary reed Bartholomew Sharp or Sir Henry Morgan. You guys can answer that over there on the website and get yourself some free stickers. Aside from that, we're going to weigh anchor and get on out of here. So good night, everyone.